This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome back to Straight Outta Marvel. It's your host, Kevin27, back with another fire episode. And today, we have a Marvel news show. Yes. And, um... I ain't even gonna lie. This one's gonna be a good one. And honestly, today is what I was waiting for. I was gonna drop on a Monday. I know I haven't been here, but that's because I did drop four episodes in a week. And honestly, ever since the Marvels dropped, um, besides, you know, the little from that and um, Loki, it hasn't been too much because we are patiently, eagerly awaiting uh, what if. So, you already know we waiting on that. That comes out December 22nd. They will be dropping nine consecutive episodes all the way to New Year's Eve. And that will lead to my highly anticipated New Year's Eve episode. You guys know I've been doing it for the last uh this I think this will be my third. Will this be my third or is this my fourth? No, I think it's my third. Um this one is gonna be bigger more epic honestly like when i say it's going to be bigger i'm starting to write the and when i say right i don't even want to say right like that i mean i'm going to get the episode ready you guys know we're doing the top 10 movies the top 10 documentaries the top 10 television series and everything that you can name so uh, it's going to be a lot and then uh, we're just going to try to make it as fun as possible well I'm going to try to make it as fun as possible because you know I'll be out here doly and hopefully I can get some help but we'll see about that but I uh, hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving on top of that man uh, shit Thanksgiving was good for me man my Packers won and uh, family it's always good to see man so I hope you guys was able to see some family eat some good food you know, because not everyone did, man. There's people at my job, when I get back to work, they're like, oh, man, I didn't even have a plate, man. My family Belizean or some shit. I was like, damn, that's tough. Like, you know? So every, everybody don't uh, be with their families and all of that stuff on Thanksgiving. So hope you did and enjoyed it. Uh, so, yeah, make sure we are staying tuned for What If, because... Uh, if you haven't noticed, because I'm going to keep it real. I didn't notice. And actually, we're going to start here first. And then we're going to we're going to start here because this is actual new news. And I don't know why, but still, before we talk about uh, Taika Waititi taking the Thor or taking the hammer to the Thor franchise. Holy damn, I buried the lead shit. But uh. Yeah, so media pages currently not posted on Twitter, Marvel Studios, and Disney, which is all one under one conglomerate. So obviously, if Disney isn't posting, neither would Marvel. And they have not been posting on uh, Twitter, which I think is a big deal because, I mean, if, if, I, if I'm being so honest, if I go to my Twitter page or if I go to like the most commonly used apps, Twitter, it's Twitter and it's by far. Because Twitter is, for me, Twitter is just a lot of information. Now, uh, one a big negative about Twitter is Twitter is just such a negative place. And honestly, the more and more it's be, like, going on, it's just even more negative. Like, for, they try to make it a little, I don't know, like free speechy and whatever. But, you know, Twitter is just a negative place. But anyways... I just thought that was huge to mention because 
I mean, how does that go when it comes to marketing? And I mentioned it because what if does come out in December, December 22nd. So when you look at it from that perspective, will they be promoting their stuff on the, I'm pretty sure Twitter has to be the most used app. Like it's, oh yeah, Twitter or Facebook for sure. Yeah. Damn. If you look at Twitter, that shit is like, oh damn, I'm getting a wake up call. Hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. Damn, Twitter is 12. Shit. Oh yeah, if I was a uh, Disney, I'd be like, well, whatever. I'm motherfucking 12. I'm not even top 10. For some reason, though, Twitter seemed like it got way more reach. Like, I know a lot of people use Facebook, like a lot because uh Facebook got the most because they got billions of people all of, and it's I don't know, everybody got Facebook. But uh well at least I don't know, but I know when Facebook first came out, bro, that shit was the shit. Like I'm not even gonna sit and act like it wasn't. Honestly, to me, what really fucked Facebook up was uh them taking away the trending, the trending topics, like cause it was like Twitter was. And I used to think that shit was so hard. And then they took that away. And then they started using uh, Facebook groups. That's the best thing about Facebook is the groups. Because, shit, I'm in, like, four Marvel groups. Like, I'm in all different types of groups. Like, anything I'm really interested in, I'm in a group in it on Facebook. So, uh, I can see Facebook. I don't even know why they call it uh, YouTube. Yeah, I don't know why they got YouTube. The fact that Facebook got more than YouTube, and this is from October. Um, yeah, I'm actually surprised Twitter is like below Snapchat. That's a I don't know about that. That's ridiculous. Twitter below Snapchat. Cause when I be seeing the um the when I go on Twitter and see some of these pages, bro. Like, this should be having, like, millions of views. Unless Twitter is just fucking lying. But I, I don't think so. So, anyways, I really, I said all that to just really say, like, it, it's very interesting to see if they'll start back posting once um they're about to drop what if and stuff. Because, I mean, that shit's needed, but maybe not if it's the 12th app. So, yeah, I stand corrected. I stand corrected. I'm not. I'm not editing any of that shit. It caught me by a uh, surprise. I guess I should have, because I, I wasn't gonna start here, but I was just like, eh. so anyway, let's get into the real juicy stuff. Um, Taika Waititi taking a hammer to the Thor franchise. Taika Waititi says he joined the MCU for money, and um, this is kind of one of those things where it's like you know it's why you do it all like but you don't say i don't know man you just don't say it so he said and you gotta for context tiger watiti has been kicked off the thor franchise after reviving it we're gonna keep it real he did revive it but i I feel like he got a lot of help but we're gonna keep it real he revived it and um he was kicked off because a lot of people didn't like thor love and thunder i me personally it's one of my favorite Marvel movies, but honestly, I've been feeling that way about a lot of the films that they came out in Phase 4 and Phase 5. So, it is what it is. But he says, I had no interest in doing one of those films, but I was poor, and I thought, you know what? This would be a great opportunity to feed my children and Thor, let's face it, it was probably the least popular franchise I never read Thor comics as a kid. Like, bro, he came out swinging. Like, he pretty much was like, bro, I made Thor popping. And I'm sitting here, and I'm like, nah. Like, I get what he's trying to say, but let's keep it real. Thor was cool as fuck in the the Avengers movie. Like, we're going to really sit and act like Thor wasn't like, you want me to put the hammer down? Like, come on, man. Thor was... He said, you guys, what do you say? You guys are so petty and puny. Like, come on, man. Like, uh, 
I'm not buying that shit. Um, I mean, is he wrong? No, I'm trying to think. I don't know. I I, I never was into the comic, so you know. Uh, and then he said, "I think there was no place left for them to go with that." And I thought, well, they called me in. This is really the bottom of the barrel. I mean, it just sounds it it sounds to be so real. It kind of sounds spiteful, jealousy, like because they don't want you back. I mean, let's keep it real here. Like, if we're gonna keep it real, let's just keep it real. Thor Love and Thunder did 760 million at the box office. That's good. I'm not saying it's not, but that's coming off of Thor Ragnarok making $854 million. So we're talking about what a $96 million decrease? Come on, man. It's $96 million. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. So shit, wow. I don't know, man. It's a little, it's a little disrespectful. You know, I me personally, I think it's a little disrespectful and a little distasteful. You know, now I get what he's saying. If he's just telling his story and that's his story, I get it. I feel like the last part though, like, oh, nobody cared about the Thor franchise. Like, bro, when you came in. Thor was already super established. It's not like you did the first Thor movie. Like, and I get it. The first Thor movie, comparatively speaking, like, it did 400-something million. It's not even close to what Ragnarok did. But let's keep it real. Thor Ragnarok had a lot of help. I mean, it had the Hulk in it. Am I... It had the Hulk in it, my dude. Like, and Doctor Strange. I don't know, man. I think it's a little, it's a little distasteful, man, for Taika to be talking like that. You know, now he's saying this bottom of the barrel. All right, cool, but I mean, it's not like he did the first trilogy, like the or the first two. He didn't do that. Let me see what Taika got. New Zealand, damn, that's how they see. That's that New Zealand pride, man. That's how, they, that's how they act in New Zealand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I don't know. None of these movies he did. Jojo Rabbit. Free Guy was cool. If he, he directed that, so Free Guy was cool. They got him under Thor 5. We know that's not happening. Yeah, I don't know. None of these uh, movies, so... Yeah, Tiger, you should honestly, man, you should be grateful, man. Like you had a good run. You had a honestly, I really like, I like Thor: Love and Thunder. I guess people did it, man, and then especially, I think a lot of people just starting to feel like, and me personally, I really don't give a damn. But I'm just saying what the people be out there saying, like some of the gay stuff just be forced. Like apparently, they were supposed to have a gay scene in the Marvels or like confirm they were supposed to confirm that uh, Carol Danvers and uh, Valkyrie is like a, a couple and it's like I, I guess like me personally I don't care but I'm a dude so I'm more intrigued with her and the, you know the Prince dude but that's only natural because I mean that's what's normal to me you know what I mean? So when I see that, like the Thor, Love and Thunder, you had the two gay dudes, the rocks, like they hold hands and make babies. Like, yo, people don't want to see that shit. Me, I don't really care. 
because I see what they trying to. I I mean, everybody want to be included. Y'all know I always say inclusion is a must. Diversity, all of that shit. Like everyone wants to be able to look at themselves and some shit. But certain shit don't make like two gay rocks. Like, come on, man, that shit just like I don't know. I I, I mean, people. Some people had a problem with it with Doctor Strange. I again that I didn't have a problem with it because I was just like, well, shit, that's the story. If it's just like all women on the planet, I mean, that's not really that far fetched to me, you know. But they all look like they was just women. But if they was like rock women, it's like, well, why they got to be rock women? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just to make it some gay shit. So, yeah, I think a lot of people feel like that. Uh, me personally, speaking on behalf of Kevin 27 World and uh, Straight Out of Marvel, I don't give a fuck, man. Do what you, I was about to say, do what you got to do. No, I don't want to say it like that, but do what you do, man. I don't really care. But my thing is, I think it's a, I think it's a fine way to blend it in to make it like normal instead of like an announcement. Like that was my big criticism with the whole um damn, what was that shit called? Um and remember we talking about Tyka right here, but uh damn uh Shazam too went out of nowhere the little the guy was just like, I'm gay. Guys, this is no time for secrets, okay? We have to tell them the truth. We're superheroes. I'm gay. Yeah, we know, bud. Can you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was like, it's like, bro, at this point, 2023, we don't need announcements. Like, and I'm just keeping it even at that. I hope that don't sound harsh, but I'm just saying, I don't feel like we I, I, I'm just keeping it real. I don't feel like we need announcements at this point. Like, oh, you, oh, I'm gay. It's like, OK, like we what am I supposed to start clapping? Like what? Like, I feel like just let it be as normal as possible. Like, I don't feel like. In Eternals, right? I don't feel like with Fastos, it was any announcement. It was just kind of like, this is what it is. I got a husband. We got a kid. Boom. Because if I see a dude with a dude and they got a kid, you know, I'm not going to be like, oh, my God. Like, I mean, shit, it is what it is. Like, but again, I'm a little more open minded than others, too. Like, you know, I'm not like super religious or whatever. So. I'm uh, I'm more open-minded. Like, I don't really give a fuck. Like, I ain't into that type of shit, but I'm just saying, like, like I don't really care. So, uh, yeah, I just think that was a part of it. And then for some reason, uh, people liked it in Thor Ragnarok with Thor letting his hair down, even though it got cut off. But uh, I think they just felt like this was a little too over the top. And, um... I don't want to I don't want to say I agree but I could see if I'm just being objective I could see where people will be looking at Thor Love and Thunder and actually Chris Hisworth's uh, work in it and be like he wasn't really too aggressive which at this point should he be with all he's been through I mean he got a tattoo of Loki on his back like should he be like, shouldn't he want to be more peace? You got to think he's been living thousands of years. And the only person, I mean, I guess he had a lot of love, right? But the one he, his real true love was Jane. And I mean, shit, they broke up. So I don't know, man. Me personally, I like Thor Love and Thunder, but I just think a lot of people just, I, I, I could see where people just was not into it. Because it was a little too campy, you know. Uh, moving on. So Michael Waldron is set to write uh, the Avengers or uh, Avengers, the King Dynasty and Secret Wars. Uh, let's pull up Michael Waldron's uh, history. And it's very extensive when it comes to the MCU as of this moment. Okay. So, I mean, he's already did Loki, 
extensively. And um, oh damn, they see wrote Doctor Strange too. Oh yeah. So I mean, yo, this guy is deep in it, and I'm all in for him writing um the Kang Dynasty. Uh, I mean, come on, he's if we talk, I feel like Loki season two has some of the best writing. If I'm just being honest, some of the best writing is from Loki season two. Some bars. Now I don't think, I don't think the bars hit as hard as uh the first season, but they still hit. Like I know exactly the king that I need to be. Like some of those bars. Yo, Loki really, like, Loki went crazy. So, I'm not, I ain't mad at it, okay? If I'm being honest, I'm actually more excited. And um, hopefully, let it, they get this shit together, man. You're talking about 2026, might be 2027. Like, man, they need to hurry up and start putting some of these movies out. Which is just, ugh, that's another subject. But anyways, yeah. So I'm excited for that. Um, that's a quick hitter. We could move on from that real quick. Um, so still in the Thor realm, they actually are saying uh, Marvel Studios reportedly wants Thor 5 to have a darker tone compared to the two previous Thor films. As they look for directors with more serious work, Gareth Edwards is one of the directors they're looking for uh, for Thor 5 and that would be actually cool and that's according to screen time via Daniel RPK um, that's actually cool I actually like the thought of that to be honest um, I like we was like I was just saying with Thor Love and Thunder I could see where they would say uh, he was a little too much of a like a little too much of a character caricature of itself and I guess that, I mean, I, I don't know. I liked it, but I guess they want to challenge uh, or channel more of a, uh, what's that damn shit? What's that damn movie called? So I was just thinking about watching it earlier. Uh, Extraction 2. And, I, and the first one as well, but the second one was, the. I'm telling you, the second one, the tone was so heavy was so dark and um honestly Chris Hemsworth acted his ass off and I think he was able to shine and I mean of course as an actor I'm pretty sure dramatics unless you like a comedian actor and then that's kind of hard cuz when you're a comedian actor like it's kind of hard to take you serious as like for other stuff so I get why an actor will want to be um in that realm uh yeah i want to be taken more serious and have more serious roles but i feel like the first not maybe the first one but the second thor was real dark and people didn't like it it was like one of the worst rated films on uh rotten tomatoes for marvel so yeah i wonder man i i, I be thinking about it sometimes like what was like what was it like back then because i'm trying to what was that 2000 when thor the dark world came out i was like 2010 and i definitely wasn't on no shit like that oh that was 13 yeah and i still wasn't i was like 21 or no i was like 22 yeah like in my 20s early 20s i wasn't like all up on it like that. And I'm like, damn, I wonder how that would, would have, like, was people's like, oh, is Marvel falling apart? Like, because right now it's bad, bro, with the Marvels flopping and all that shit. That shit crazy. But yeah, definitely, I'm here for a dark tone. And uh, we'll see. Maybe keep, you still got to keep it a little funny. But yeah, still, I, I'm still with the dark tone. I'm, I'm with that. All right, let's move on. Charlie Cox thought Vincent D'Onofrio was delusional over their chances of returning as Daredevil and Kingpin. And Charlie Cox said, I really thought that ship had sailed and I'd be on the phone with him like, mate, let it go. 
But uh, nope, they back, and we will be seeing the both of them in Echo. And remember, Echo will be dropping all on one day. So what I'm going to be doing is um, I'm just going to be recording, and then we're going to just I'm just going to be dropping episodes like daily. Um, I was wondering, I was like, well, should I just um, I was like, should I just watch it and do a full like series recap, like just do a straight binge watch. But I was like, nah, I'm going to just do an episode and uh, however long it takes me to put out, I'm going to put out. Because, you know, I don't do a schedule release dates like, oh, every Thursday or something. We just release every time we got content because that's what we do. But uh, I think, I think, uh, I mean, honestly, I'm glad that they're back, uh, that they are back. Uh the only one that I could see them probably replacing, and I don't even think that's fair to be honest, because I really like uh the guy who played Luke Cage, but a lot of people say that they wouldn't mind him being replaced, um, being a new power man. I Me, mean, I'm not so sure. I actually liked him as Luke Cage, and um I'm not gonna sit here and act like I don't remember when that damn Luke Cage first came out on Netflix and fucking Netflix was shut down. Like, it was a big deal. Light up that exotic if you got it. Tonight we're being smarter with water. Um, Yeah, we can move on from that. So I thought this was uh, pretty interesting. What... uh, what uh plans could be doing uh with the the plans that sony could be creating right now we're talking about spider-man 4 so this is just speculation but a lot of people are wondering will donald glover being in uh across the spider-verse pay off remember he was also in spider-man homecoming and in a cut or a deleted scene he also said, oh, yeah, my nephew, uh, or no, actually, he said my nephew stays here, and I don't want these weapons in my neighborhood. And then in a deleted scene, he also called his nephew and called him Miles, right? So I think what they're going to do is going to be, they are going to be taking the steps of Insomniac. I'm calling it right now. It's going to be step for step because right now, Peter Parker is a seasoned Spider-Man now. He's not in high school anymore. He didn't want to got took his GED test. Remember, he doesn't exist, which I still don't understand why he took a GED test. And um, I still want to know how he got money for his apartment. But regardless, I still think that they're going to take that step for step. And Spider-Man 4 is going to be an introduction to Miles. And uh, so this is saying, well, you already said that, but he could be an introduction to Miles because would you be mad at the Prowler coming into the fold? Huh? The Prowler? Wilson Fisk? Come on, man. It's it's lining up perfect, like, and it don't. Ha- I don't want it to be just like in- it. Don't have to be into the Spider Verse because you know he worked for Wilson Fisk and all of that in there. But you could see that happening, right? It's all kind of lining up perfect, and um, by that time, down. I mean Donald Glover is already what? I think he's like forty. How old is this guy? So he's he's only getting more seasoned. Damn, it's funny when you type Donald Glover, he come up as a uh, as an actor and not a, a musician. Uh, but yeah, he's forty years old. So I mean, he's doing nothing but getting more seasoned. I feel like when um, Homecoming came out, he looked a little more younger, but now he's way more seasoned, and um, I could really see that happening. And then I'm telling you because. From what I get from Tom Holland, 
he kind of seemed like he don't like the shit, but I mean, you can't not like getting money. I don't care what the hell he says. Unless he really go crazy, like, and and hit the, I don't want to say the lotto, but make an investment where he can get some billies off. I don't see why he would want to stop being Spider-Man anytime soon, but he gives me the vibes like, you know, he want to be done with all the shit. So why wouldn't they go ahead? You see how well Miles Morales has translated with the youth. I mean, I'm telling you, when I went to the theater, a lot of teenage kids with the Miles Morales uh, drip on, not Spider-Man, but Miles Morales. So, yeah, Miles, Miles Morales is translated to the youth very well. And I feel like is probably the last superhero to be, if I'm just being real, from what I've seen and from my observations, is the last superhero that's really, the, like, the kids really fucking with. I mean, I, and I think Batman is because it's just Batman. Like, Batman is another one of those legacy heroes, but uh, legacy superheroes. But I think Spider-Man, for sure, is still translating with the kids. And I think even more Miles Morales. So I think Sony, it would only be smart for them, especially if they're trying to create their Sony Spider-Verse. I think it would be smart for them to build it around Miles Morales. Right, and use some of those villains for 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 uh, Miles, and you could do that by Spider Man Four. You know, you can have the Prowler in there, and then it's already is, and then you make that blend with Fisk and all of that shit, blending all of these universes, cinematic universes together. And then you have a cinematic gangbang. And uh, yeah, I, I like the thought of that, man. So uh, I'm trying to think. I really like the, th- honestly, think the thought of that is really dope. But yeah, so I'm thinking Tom Holland will probably be around for one more. I think he'll really want to do one more movie. I mean, you got to think. Tom Holland out here, he's trying to get in his acting bag. I mean, my man's is getting butt. He's getting butt fucked. We're going to clean that. My man's is getting butt fucked in a damn for an Apple TV show or some shit. Like, he going all crazy. Like, he he in his acting bag. So, uh, yeah, I think he, he'll probably do Spider-Man for one more. You know, one more. Because Spider-Man No Way Home was great. It was a great movie. And it, it will be the best send-off. I mean... If you really think about how much money that movie made without it, I think that movie had more hype than uh and I think if it didn't have more hype, it was about the same hype as Endgame, but I think it was more hype because we already knew everybody was going to come back for Endgame, but Infinity War was so great, it was like, bro, I got to see what happened in the next film, right? And they delivered and they delivered very well in that next film. But I think No Way Home, it was just a little more mystery because it was like, are they really bringing back Toby? Are they really bringing back Andrew? We already got all the villains. It's going to be a crazy multiverse film. Like, um, I mean, this shit was so hype, bro. New rock stars lied. They had Eric Voss because, and I don't know if Eric Voss, I don't know if uh, new rock stars posted that um, little uh, uh, spoiler where Andrew was like leaning on the damn when he was leaning on the uh, the rail or the railing or whatever, but uh, they came back and cleared it up and was like, oh no, you could tell this fake here and you could tell this fake here, bro. It was the same exact clip. It was the same exact clip. It was just touched up a little bit. So I don't know if they paid them. I don't know if, if Marvel or Sony or whoever paid new rock stars to lie, but I remember that happened. I remember that like a motherfucker. So I think I think No Way Home just had a little more hype. Now, while it didn't make as much money, uh, let's see. 
No Way Home was one point eight something billion. Let's see. It did one point nine two two billion. That's a lot for for it's just a spider. That was a Spider Man film. One point nine, and then uh, End Game. Two point seven, so it's about eight hundred million, about eight hundred nine hundred million away. But you gotta think, it wasn't even in China, like it was not in China. So I think that played a big factor. Because remember, um, remember, uh, China wanted them to take the Statue of Liberty out, and they was like, hell no. So they didn't release the movie there. So think about how much money it would have made if it was over there. So yeah, I think uh I think Spider-Man No Way Home probably had a little more hype if I'm just if I'm just being honest. But uh Yeah, I think I think um that that would be a great way to go out. But why not come back and shit see see if you could top it. You know, I and and I don't think anything would top that because I mean, I don't think you you could ever have that special moment like that moment when Toby walked out that portal, boy. I fucking lost it. Like, I don't think you can have that moment again, but you can have, you can tell another great Spider-Man story. It's the, it's Spider-Man is the story that keeps on giving. So, um, I don't think you can really be like too, um, and I, and I hate that people go, well, it was better No Way Home, but yeah, they got people out there trying to say you can't even watch No Way Home anymore. Like, bro, Y'all dudes is crazy. And I'm telling you, it's because there's so much shit to watch now that people feel like this. Because I feel like it. Like, it's so much stuff to watch. Like, bro, if I really said, if I was like, um, okay, I want to watch No Way Home. I could sit and watch it. Like, if I just... Was like, oh, but I pro- I most likely won't because I've seen it like 30 times already. Like, how many times do you think you're gonna watch a movie? Like all the good shit, and especially that movie, because it was like a lot of wow factor when it comes to Toby and Andrew and all of that shit. So yeah. I think why not at least come back, try to top it, and if you go out like Chris Hensworth and Thor Love and Thunder, then you just say fuck it. Like, either way. But I think I think it's important to Sony because I think that's how they should be trying to set up Miles Morales. And if you can keep Miles Morales, because I think I think even with the Spider-Man crowd, like the Spider-Man crowd is getting a little tired of the teenage shit. Because even I was like, bro, if this motherfucker's in school one more one more year, I'm over it. But that's why I was glad like they was all graduating and all of that shit. Because, you know, he's the only Spider-Man that was in school for all three of his movies. The other two Spider-Man, Andrew's in school for his first movie in the beginning of the second one, and he graduated in the beginning of the movie. Like, he was done. And then uh, Toby, he graduated in the beginning, or like kind of, yeah, like the beginning, uh, actually towards the middle of his first movie. And then he was an adult for the next two so I don't know, like Tom, the Tom, you know, the MCU was the only one as a teenager. So I really think if they want to keep that teenage crowd alive, just switch it with, you know, with Miles. You already see the animated is, is good. And then try to, you got to keep that same energy though. You just got to keep the same energy, you know, get a young, vibrant fella and uh, let him do his thing. But he, I mean, he got to have that swag. He can't be, I'm going to keep it real. He can't act nothing like Insomniac Miles. Insomniac Miles in part two is way better. But how he acted in the first game, he can't act like that. Don't nobody, like, I get it. He's supposed to be black and Puerto Rican. But, bro, come on. We need that flavor. Keep that. We need that flavor, bro. Oh, actually, I do want to talk about this uh, just real quick. Uh, Nia DaCosta's or DaCosta. And I'm not sure if I did talk about it. But, she had grossed over 110 million during this box office 
uh, debut, and that was the highest grossing theatrical release of all time by a black woman director. And then she did that back to back weeks. So shout out to her, man. Um, she's a boss. And uh, I really think I'm gonna keep it so real. I think Marvel missed a mark on that. It was I already feel like I kind of felt like they were trying not to market it as a chick flick, though. So I kind of feel like that was the thing. They was just like, bro, this is a Marvel movie with women in it. So there may may have been a mistake. I, maybe they should have tried to play more into the chick thing. And because I'm gonna keep it so real, I didn't even know the director was black. Like I didn't even know nothing about that shit. And I feel like that's Marvel fault for not making sure I knew. But I went to go see it three times, so I supported it. And when two of the three times I bought two tickets, so that means I bought six tickets. No, I bought five tickets to go see the Marvels because I bought two, yeah, two, two, and, and then one for myself. So I bought five tickets to go to the Marvel. So shit, hey man, I did my job. Shit, but yeah, man, shout out to the black ladies, man. Shout out to the black queens out there. Um. So they actually did show a little bit of um a little bit of the Darkhold Diaries, and we got Joe Locke who's playing uh portraying Billy Maximoff in there. And um I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna keep it so real. This for some reason, I'm just not really that interested in this show. If y'all know I'm gonna watch it, but I'm just saying I'm just not that excited for it because bro, like by the time if it come out 2024. Right, because they're shooting it now, so it should be coming out 2024. But you never know with this Marvel shit, like it's looking bad. Like, we only get one movie next year, so you never know. It might not even come out, and they might just say, You know what, fuck everything. Like, when it comes to Marvel, we're gonna make y'all wait until 2025, which then I don't think I don't know, it'll be a lot of backup, but anyways, uh. I don't know. I just think because yeah, she did have a she had a banger and she did have a moment. Like she was like, and I killed the dog too. That was it was a moment. That shit was hard. I ain't even gonna lie. Like it was Agatha all along. Like that shit was a banger. I think it was nominated for a Grammy or some shit. Like that shit went crazy. But was that enough for her to have her own Disney Plus show? I I don't know, man. Especially if Wanda's not really involved in it, which I'm hearing she may be in an episode or two, but isn't she dead? Like, I don't know. There are rumors that they talking about a Scarlet Witch movie that they want to make. Um, and I would say to that, yeah, make that movie if you think that Scarlet Witch was the driving force behind Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Remember, that movie almost made a billion dollars. 955 million. And I think Disney was foolish to put it on Disney Plus in 60 days. I think they should have left that shit in the theater and milked it for all they could to get that Billy. Like, I'm just keeping it real. Uh, But I get it. That was the whole allure, the the appeal to me for Disney Plus, like, okay, well, these movies come out and then in two months, I get to watch it on Disney Plus, but obviously, that strategy hurt them in the long run because that's actually how people felt. Like, I'm seeing a lot of people like, oh, the Marvels, I'll wait for it to come out on streaming. Like, all right, me, I don't have time to wait for four or five months, but, you know, it is what it is. But yeah, I don't know, I just, that shit came out in 2021. The beginning, in the beginning, not even like it was the end. It came out in January 2021. So you're talking about three and a half years later, a TV show. I mean, Agatha was cool, but I don't know. Did she really, you think three and a half years later, she stood the test time? I guess we're going to see and we'll see what type of viewers Catherine Hahn is going to bring in. But I'm not going to lie. I think it's going to be very minimal. I think it's going to be just like the rest. I think, I mean, if Loki couldn't even pull in the series numbers that it pulled in in its first season, I mean, obviously it just means Disney Plus is just tanking, you know, it's just tanking and floundering. But still, 
and I honestly, I think that's just, I think it's that over, uh, like, uh, as I think Disney as a whole is just in a bad place right now. And for some reason, Disney is in a lot of politics, you know, like they take political stands. Like I see a lot of people saying boycott Disney and we boycotting Disney and um, I don't know, man, but shit's fucking crazy. Uh, this is my last topic and I'm getting up out of here. Uh, Iman Balani on how the MCU could once again generate Avengers in-game level fan hype. And she says, I don't know if it's just about getting bigger. It's about making the audience care about their characters. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Um, it kind of made me feel like this as a whole for a lot of stuff. But uh, it kind of made me was like, damn, where is uh, America when it comes to a lot of uh, a lot of certain stuff? Like, uh, it seems like a lot of things are down when it comes to America. And I was like, well, I, I was like, what's the disconnect? It seemed like it's just a disconnect with a lot of stuff, even when it comes to entertainment. Right. Like I'm looking at Marvel. It seemed like it's a bit of a a bit of a disconnect with trying to create new things like being a innovative, right? Because yeah, you could say, okay, yes, the Mario movie came out. It hit a Billy for sure, bro. Mario is an established, it's an established uh, character. And clearly it's still big amongst the kids because Nintendo switch and all of that stuff. It's a slam dunk. Same shit with Barbie. It's the it was the first like Barbie is a huge brand. You got to think, bro. People, I mean, Barbie been a, a thing since I don't, I don't know. I'm I'm not but I'm maybe the '80s. I'm not sure, but I know I'm born in '91. My whole life, Barbie has been a, a a huge deal. So yeah, the first ever huge Barbie life like real movie. Yeah, that it's a slam dunk. Barbie 2, I don't think it would be the same hype unless maybe you can maybe generate some type of hype. And you got to think all of that happened before the strike. Um, Five Nights at Freddy's, yeah, it did good. And it, because the movie was $25 million to make. So when they make over $200 million, almost $300 million, you're like, whoa, that's a lot. Yeah. In comparison, but I mean, it's still it's 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 still not like oh it's five hundred million or six like a bin like come on it's not like that. So I don't know. It just seemed like a lot of shit down, man. It seemed like even I think it's just because too much stuff is just going on. Like you got football season, basketball, all of this stuff, all of that shit makes a difference, you know. And uh, when it so I think it's um. You're talking about caring about the characters. I think Guardians, I think people fell in love with the Guardians from that first movie because of that cast and everything that they did after that. The TV show was uh, replicated from the movie. The uh, the video game replicate of the movie. Like, it's a duplicate. Like, it's copy and paste. Like, the attitudes. So... I think just people just are in love with that cast. And I guarantee you, if they come out with a Guardians of the Galaxy movie without Peter Quill and it's just Rocket, it's not going to be the same. You know what I mean? And it's already a thing because James Gunn won't be involved. So, again, he has his own fan base now. So, I don't think Ant-Man really ever had that much of a strong fan base. I'm going to keep it so real. and. Jonathan Majors is on the rise, or I don't know what I guess you could say was on the rise. He's definitely at a halt now, but uh, he was on the rise. I don't think he was, I don't think he even crescendoed or plateaued, or I don't think he even reached close to what his potential could have been. So I think just banking on that, like, oh, Jonathan Majors is going to sell the movie. 
nah, I don't think that was the case. Like, if you really think about it, like, what has he come out with? Like, he was really good, and um, he was really good in um, um, Lovecraft Country, and he was really good in um, the cow, the Western movie. Uh, but that was on Netflix. That movie he came out with Devotion, bro. That movie flopped. Yeah, I think it was like the worst. I think that movie was like the highest flop of all time, like or not of all time, but of that year. If I'm, if I remember, and I saw that movie not in theaters, but I watched it at home, and it was a really good movie. Oh uh, yeah, it's twenty one million dollars. That's a soup, bro. That's a huge flop. That's a huge flop. So, yeah, I don't know why they thought he was about to sell the movie like crazy. So, honestly, I'm just keeping it real. I don't I don't think uh, I don't think people really give that much of a damn. Oh, shit. I don't think people really give that much uh, a damn about uh, Ant-Man to be so real. So, I think that was already working against it. And then whatever it was with the Marvels, the whole Carol Danvers shit or Brie Larson, I don't know, man. And uh, but guarantee you drop one of the heavy hitters, um, like Spider Man. That's what I'm saying. They got to keep Spider Man. And I really think, honestly, if I'm just keeping it real, shit, that's the only heavy hitter they have left. I mean, shit, they couldn't do it for Thor. And they got to find some way to get Black Panther back up in this bitch and not as Shuri. As much as I would want it to be continuous, because I wouldn't mind it continuously being Shuri. I thought the way that uh, the, the the young lady acted, she was amazing. Like, and honestly, I would want her to be Black Panther again, you know, for the, for the trilogy, uh, for the third film. But I don't know. I think you need to go back to a, a, a male Black Panther, though. So, uh, yeah, man, that's it. I think we're about to get up out of here. I'll talk for quite a while today, but obviously, um, shit, I hadn't been around. So I'm pretty sure I, I will hope you guys enjoyed it. And if you enjoyed this episode, please give me a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and follow me on at Kevin27World on Instagram, Twitter, aka X. Believe until you make believers. <laughs>